Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I apologize for the five-minute delay. I was having some technical difficulties. But welcome, welcome, welcome to Keeping It Real Tea, where I am sipping tea and talking real estate. Today, I have a special guest with me. This is Brian Sachs. Brian Sachs is a lender. He's from Homebridge um, Lending Company, and they're up in Pikesville. So we're actually in the same building um, that my brokerage is in, and that's how we met about probably about a year ago. Um, we've done a couple of home buying seminars together, so I wanted to introduce you to come on the show to talk to my clients about, and also peers who are watching, just about home lending tips, um, things that you need to become an investor or homeowner, whether it's your first time, uh, as a first time homeowner, or if you're an investor, it's a lot of things that you need to know and understand so you can be prepared in the real estate market. So Brian has been in the industry for how many years, Brian? 30 35, I was going to say 25, but I don't want to take any credit. <laughs> 35 years. He's also been seen and he's featured on uh, Channel 11 News. So if you guys are local, you may have seen Brian before here in Maryland on the news. Um, he's very, very good at, at what he does. And so I really wanted to get him on the show so that we can be able to make sure that he can clarify anything that's needed. I think it's important to know the types of loans that are out here and what kinds of property that you can purchase for them. So I wanted to start a little bit about that, Brian, if you could talk to us about different loan types um, and what's needed for them to apply. Sure. Well, you know, I'm on the number of people who are hurt. So thank you for having me. I'm hearing that. Are you hearing that? I do hear echo with you a little bit, yes. Okay. Well, we'll you know, there are more than eight types of Correct. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everybody caught that because it is a little echo, so I want to make sure we get everything you're saying. So, not everywhere in Baltimore County, obviously, nowhere in the city, but we're looking at people who are counting Frederick, Clifford, Cecil, places on the church. The benefit of the U.S. is the ability to let no one down. Mm -hmm. But again, our organization, you know, the there are so many different things, so many different that the journey of a homeowner is to get out. And I know that you and I are big one, which is making sure that the homeowner is an hour with the knowledge to make the right choices. So, so that be sitting down and understanding the different options that are available to you, and letting customize based on your income, based on credit, your comfort levels, which which program is right. And, and that's what I wanted to dig into today because a lot of people are, um, when you get into real estate, you may be getting it as a first-time home buyer. Um, but then I wanted to also be able to reach out to investors. Um, what type of loan can you qualify for as an investor if you're you know, interested in investing? Do you actually lend to investors? Yes, 
you do. Okay. Uh, the minimum one is two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. But but investors are really limited to one. one I'm sorry, they're limited to what, Brian? I'm sorry. One program. Okay, they're limited to one program. Let me see if this works better. Tell me if you can hear me. Okay, that'll be amazing. So if you guys are keeping in with us, just to keep you in tune with what we're talking about, this is Brian Sachs. He's a lender, and we're talking about different loans that you need, what you need to apply for them, um, how you can get pre-approved, and also what type of property you can purchase with these. So he's letting me know that he does do lending for investors and that there's one program that he has. So we're going to talk about that one program that is available for investors um, that is available through Brian Sachs and his company. And so we're going to talk about that as soon as he fixes audio. I just want to make sure that you guys can get all the information. If you have questions, please guys like, comment, and share this video. There's so many people out here that we can reach out to with this information that I want to make sure that no one uh, does not get a chance to see this audio and be able to get the information that's around. So even if this is not for you, if it's something that um, you're already on with lending or you have cash, because cash is king, right, as an investor, but uh, if it's something that you know it can benefit from, please like, comment, and share. Um, as trying to get out here to put information out, I'm all about the impact of our community. I'm all about the content and the value that this show will push out. So please guys, like, comment, and share. It's so important to support each other. It's so important to make sure that even if you, again, can't get the value from what I'm putting out, that you can share it so that someone else can benefit from this information. Um, it's important for us to stick together. It's important for us to, to impact each other and to be able to encourage you because there's a lot of great things that you could do out here, but if you don't know about what's out here, how can you benefit from it? And so I thank you guys uh, for joining. I thank you for being a part of it. Please like, comment, and share. If you have your tea, let me know what kind of tea in the comments you're drinking today. I am drinking just green tea today. Um, and so I just wanted to make sure that we keep you engaged. It looked like we got Brian back. Can we hear you? So, so we still have the terrible That's okay. Well, you know, I'll repeat everything so we make sure everybody get the nuggets from today. How's that? You're on mute. How about, how about me? You hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Hold on. Anyway, <laughs> one program that, that most countries will offer is a conventional loan. You have, you have to put 15% down as a if you're buying a single unit. We have a loan program. Actually, If, if your credit score is above 720, 
And, and if you owned a property before, you, you can use this product, and, and as long as the rent is $1 over what your mortgage payment is, you're automatically approved. Interesting. Okay, and just to sum that up, so this is on a conventional loan? It, it is. Where it is 15% uh, down, possibly, depending on if you get one unit? 15% of standard conventional loan, 15% down, one unit. Okay. Uh, the rule requires 25% down, three or four units. Got it. Okay. Okay. That, that sounds good. And this is for, again, guys, this is for investors. If you're looking to invest um, and you're looking to get a conventional loan, you need a 720 credit score, correct? Correct. 720 credit score, 15% down if it's one unit. And if it's more than one unit, then it's up to 25%, correct? Perfect. All right, so we got that for our investors. That's a really good product. How about, um, well, obviously, I might ask a dumb question, but there's no question that's dumb, right? Um, if you have an FHA loan, can investors take advantage of any FHA products if they are a first-time home buyer, though, if they have never purchased a home for themselves? Okay. FHA is only available for primary home, not investors. Same thing with the VA. That now, what if a um, first-time home buyer wanted to purchase a property where um, it's a three-unit um, home? They live in one, but they rent the other two out. Is that something that they could do if they lived in one? It, it, it really the opportunity out there. You can buy it. Live in Let's say you have a unit. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. If you live in one unit, you can buy FHA, but they down four and a half percent. You don't have to have proper credit. And the other units might actually make a whole mortgage payment for you. Right. And give you some money left over. So, uh, uh, and it, it also builds of a tremendous amount of benefits for you. Those other units are treated differently. So, you live in a trillion in for the other three. So, you get a lot of benefits for those units. I just didn't know you were going to so, so it's a free unit good goal. And these people, uh, they're really amazing to now two Okay. Each of the other two units are rented out for 1500 a month. And they're long at that end. So, so nice. think about this. They've they got a $1,000 mortgage payment. Okay. They're putting it in $500. That makes sense. They have the that is amazing. And so if, if they so with the FHA loan, if someone wanted to live in one and rent the other units, is it four units or less that they can do that one? Is it three? Up to four. Yeah. And it has to be zoned as residential. 
Okay, gotta be your, okay. So, when you go over the fourth unit, if you're in a five unit or a large building, that's considered a conventional loan? No, commercial. Oh, commercial loan, right, correct. Okay, gotcha. I was like, hey man, what we doing? Okay, makes sense. So, for our FHA people, if I had any first time home buyers that are listening to us right now, that wanted to take advantage of living in one of these units and written out the other. Um, what's the minimum? Is the same requirements the same as you're getting a single family home with this FHA loan? Is it still um, what the 580 or I think a 640 credit score? How low do you uh, apply well, people for FHA? Okay, 620. That other, that other 3500 in this case, right? And one of the other three units. Mm -hmm. Actually, down to this point of your income, qualify. Really? I didn't know that. Did you guys hear that? So if I was getting a four unit or less with the FHA loan, living one, the other three units, even while I'm applying for this particular property, can count as the income that I would be receiving. Uh, you know, I, you know, I wow, that's a that's a. I think I, I might have to get into this myself. <laughs> that was a deal. Wow, that I don't know who didn't catch that, but I think that's amazing that you can even do that. Um, what? Would be there so if you're doing this at FHA and you're a first time home buyer, can you still get the grants that are out there to be able to close on this deal, or is it different with this particular? So that's good to know. So, guys, if you're listening and you do want to do this FHA loan, live in one, and, and do one, you cannot use any grant programs for uh, multi units. So it has its pros and cons, um, but it is good to know that that option is available for those who do want to take advantage of the FHA as being a first-time home buyer and and having other inc generating income as you get into the property. Um, with these FHA loans, could you use a two hundred three product for um, a multi-unit if it needed rehab? <laughs> Yes, it is. Ugly is the new beautiful. <laughs> I need to do a segment with that. Ugly is the new beautiful. <laughs> I love it. And the truth is, you know, we're in a market where there are way more buyers on the Definitely. It's very competitive. And people are being way over asking persons. Mm hmm. But everybody's ignoring others. And Definitely. I've been encouraging my clients to get creative with that because there's not a lot of properties on the market. The inventory is low. As soon as something hits the market, if it's rehabbed, it's snatched up like that. So if you can go into a property, rehab it because ugly is a new beautiful, and turn it into what you like it to be, you can use that 203 product that you have. Correct, Brian? Correct. So this is what we're going to allow you to buy that. And 
That's what got my attention. I mean, if you know that you can get a loan, find an ugly house. Here it is. You get a loan that can rehab it, and you can take everything. You can pick out the granite countertops. You can pick out the floor you want. You can pick out the wall color. You can basically be a part of the rehab process and have all of that rehab amount rolled into your loan. Is, is that what I heard you say, Brian? Absolutely. That is a no-brainer. Um, I don't know who in this market right now would not take advantage of this. We're talking about an FHA loan, 203K product, that will allow you to rehab the house. Uh, again, the market and the inventory is low. So if you see these houses, they're flying off the market. This product will allow you to get into a property that is ugly, turn it into pretty, <laughs> and be able to, to roll in that rehab cost into your loan. I don't know who's just listening. I don't know who this is here for, but please like, comment, and share. We are dropping nuggets today inside this podcast, and I don't want anybody to miss this information. If you know investors, if you know first-time home buyers, if anybody just want to buy, it doesn't matter if it's your first time or not. Please like, comment, and share because this information, a lot of people know that they want to get properties, but they don't know what loan types are out there. They just know that they want to get approved. Um, I have so many clients, and we deal with it, Brian, you know, every day. So to me, it's like, okay, yep, you're going to do the FHA, you're going to do this. But clients really don't understand the difference of these loans, what's available to them, and how they could be able to move forward to purchase property. It's so important, guys, to educate yourself. Be knowledgeable, talk to lenders, ask questions, and that's why I have Brian here today, and I'm asking questions because I think it's so important. Uh, we had a couple people join us, so if you did just join us, we're talking about FHA, 203K loans, and how you can rehab your property, and how ugly is the new pretty. <laughs> nice. So we talked about FHA. Um, I do have a couple more questions in regards to FHA, just loans, period. Um the lowest amount for you is is 620 that you would approve on a uh, FHA. 
You do have some lenders that go down to 580, but I always tell my clients to strive for the highest credit score to continue to work on that credit because the higher the credit score, the lower the interest rate that you'll get. That still plays a part into you know everything. Um, and if you're a first-time home buyer, of course you want to get into some grant programs. And if your credit score is low, it's not going to be much that you qualify for. Um, so we, we covered those two. Is there anything else that we didn't discuss that would be appropriate for FHA or conventional as far as getting approved or qualified? Uh, especially I want to talk to like investors. A lot of investors have businesses and it's not legally documented. How can we make sure that they are prepared to, to get these, these loans? What would they need? Well, well, again, there are lots of programs. And what you did, as you said, with getting knowledge and not doing things backwards, okay? Don't go and find the portfolio on the in a contract and then figure out if you can be able to get approved. Right. Get approved first. You know, have all your documents, right? People, a really ridiculous question. I'm going to ask you one question. Would you, would you give me a thousand dollars if I, if I promise them never give it back to you and, and torture you? No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry. But that's what happened. Yeah. So, so you, know, you know, if you find them, Pretty much. But if you Say it one more time, Brian. Yep, I'm sitting down. I am. Uh huh. How long? August 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. August 2015. Wow, they just got it together in 2021. Hey, six years later. So, you know, look. Some lenders can say, sorry, you can't help you have a good life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not right? Right. right. You, you need a lender who's going to say, gee, I can't do that now. Here's where we get. But here's how to get there. And that's what people do need, definitely. So even if you don't have good credit, and 68% of Americans, 68% of Americans, uh, uh, mm. That's a statistic. Did you guys catch that? Can you say it one more time for them, Brian? 68% of Americans have a credit score of 660 or more. So, so they're pretty in here, you know? Stuff happens. 
I don't know if the G here or So I'll just talk about that. But stuff does happen. It does. Life happens. And, you know, you want to do all of you and walk with one. I know you're doing a lot Mm hmm. Definitely. And it's so important to so when people do reach out to you, Brian, what I hear you saying is that you work with them until they're ready. You don't just kind of they're not ready right now. Push them to the side and don't deal with them. Do you let them know what they need to fix or do you refer them to a credit specialist? I refer them to a credit specialist because I have a little not that I'm talking about different loan types so we covered FHA we covered uh, conventional what's the next one we need to discuss well, well that's, that's the law in my opinion is the game mine's too <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you know you, as, as a veteran you know, put any moment if, if you are able to be related, related you know, you know that uh, I agree. So we're talking about a VA loan for veterans that it's no money down. What's the credit score requirement for a VA loan? Well, we, we can go down to 580 with some stipulation. Okay. That's the money generally that we're looking for. Okay. And so, again, VA loan, no money down. Minimum credit score is about 620. Can go down to 580, but guys, keep in mind when I say this, we really want to always aim and continue to work on our credit so that the scores can be higher than these numbers. But we're just telling you what the base numbers are uh, for VA. We actually, I had a client I was trying to give to you that was VA. I did one VA loan, um, but that client is not ready yet. And I do like Brian that you do follow up on clients. So I always get emails to refer, um, let me know what's going on with clients, and we kind of keep on, on top of them with that. Um, but a VA loan is, is also very good um, for, you know, people who are definitely in need. No money down is, is like a no-brainer, you know. You don't have to worry about those is that, that it will be for veterans. Right. It's, 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 yep. If you were over this, and you were six years in reverse, many people have, you were going to have to be a Now let me ask you this, and this is, I always say is a dumb question, but no dumb question, it's dumb. Um, if you had a VA loan, let's say you got a loan in 1990, and you no longer have that house anymore, you sold it, whatever, you're now renting, and you want to get back into home buying, can that person, can you only use a VA loan once, or can it be used at a certain amount of time? It can be used many, many times if you don't know what you're doing. 
Wow. Now, what if you still have a home? Because my mother is a VA veteran. She still lives in her house. Um, she received the house from, you know, got it through her VA benefits back in like 1997. So if she wanted to purchase a house today, she still has that home. Would she still be able to get use a VA loan for another home? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Now, I know she's refinanced, so she doesn't still have the same loan that she was under in 97. But um, what would be the follow-up questions for them? Say again. Got you. Okay. Okay. And how would you guys, if I sent a client similar to my mom to you, how would you know if she would qualify for another one? Like, what, what, what do they need to give you documentations? Well, well, I would need to see her VA, 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 Certificate of eligibility that right from the Okay. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So I think we covered the major three. Um, conventional VHA, I'm sorry, I said VHA, FHA and VA. Um, and is it anything else that we didn't cover in that as far as what types of homes? So obviously with VA loans, you can get any uh, asset, as single family homes or town homes that you choose with the VA. Uh, you okay, cannot, right. can you get any commercial property? No, no. Okay. What? You can buy that for you. Ow! Come on now! You hear that? If you're a VA veteran, you can get that four units or less, no money down. Live in one of the prop uh, the uh, units and then rent out the other three. So this will also be good for any VA veteran looking to um, invest in you know real estate as well as live in something for themselves because you have to live in it as well for VA, correct? Okay, got it. That's amazing. Uh huh. Okay, everybody listen off the record. If if you there you go I, I like that I definitely like that and you know, there's nothing in my novel that says you have to live in that house for 30 years. So you theoretically would have that property, and at some point you can move it out, rent your unit, and buy your property. Yeah, did you guys hear that? If you didn't, I'm going to reiterate. <laughs> That you could totally, yes, that you could totally do this with the FHA, VA loan, get a four unit. If you are interested in being an investor as well as getting your first property, if you get a VA loan or if you have a FHA loan, four units or less, you can live in one, 
You can rent out the others and at some point you can move out and have the entire building rented out and it'll allow you to have your first investment property. I think it's important to be smart and know what's out there so that you can do it the right way and not learn from others' mistakes. By the way, you can now use the rental property again. Oh, Brian, I didn't catch that. Can you say it again? I said, now you have when, when you're looking for your new single family, because that is I need a bell. Bing, 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 That's like nuggets right there. <laughs> so, we are shooting fire. If you guys are missing this, if you have not liked, share, or comment, you are missing out on some real important information. My guy Brian just said that you can literally take the income from these four units or less. Use that income as now being able to get your single family home. If you're working in addition to having this, then you have your income coming in from the four units or less in addition to your job, which will build your income up to be able to go out and get that single family home that you have. If you missed that, please catch it. Take a pen, write it down. Uh, get in contact with Brian and see what it is that you need to do to qualify. But this is so important to know because I know a lot of people want to be investors. A lot of people want to jump into investing. Sometimes you want to just put your feet in a little bit, get your feet wet, you're using your FHA if you are FHA approved. You pay your three and a half percent down, or you're using your VA loan, paying no money down, and you're able to get these units as an you know investment to you to then use that income to then get what you want as a single family house later. I think that is great news. A lot of people may not know this. So we are definitely sharing nuggets on this show today. That's so important to know. I thank you for sharing that too, Brian, because a lot of people do not know what they can do. And also, um, when getting these properties, if you do have that 3.5% down payment from a VA, uh, FHA loan, what's the amount that they need to have as far as savings for to be able to afford the closing costs and things on a property like what would you say average would be for a person okay so you need eight sixteen thousand down payment. Excuse me, got it. Okay, hope you guys catch that. That is really good information to know too, because a lot of people are not saving. A lot of people are trying to depend on these grants or other programs, and um, some lenders will give out pre-approval letters, and you don't have everything that you need for that client to be approved. Once you're under contract, now you're finding out you need this, they need that, they don't have the savings, and things are just falling apart. So the most that you know up front, the more you can save yourself the trouble when you're under contract, and you know that uh, I always tell my clients to over-prepare, then to under-prepare. So if you are looking to get grants, you want to make sure that you at least have, um, I always tell people, at least in between like 10, 15,000, if more, great. But you need to at least, that's like your base bottom line. Um, especially in today's market, if you're not getting seller's help, which is out the window now. <laughs> I don't think any sellers in this seller's market is offering any seller's help. And you don't want to be in a situation where you absolutely need seller's help or you need a grant in order to close. You want to still make sure that you have the funds um, to be able to close. 
And as an investor, if it's any deals that you're doing for cash, you want to make sure you get a bank account with your business name in it and that that money is going into your account and that it's coming in. Um, if it's your, your pay, you know, it'll tell you when it's coming in. But if you're putting any cash in, they're going to want to know where that cash is coming from. So you want to make sure that when you're doing business that everything is, is, is legit, it's going into your account, and you don't have to account for any of these things that you may have uh, received money as cash. And that's for anybody. Um, but I just said investors, because I know a lot of times they don't want to show money, or they might have money on the side, or don't want to be transparent. But the person you need to be transparent with is the lender. Um, of course, I always say cash is king. So <laughs> to my investors that do have the cash, cash is definitely king. But if you do want to do things and um, do it in a, in a way where it's strategic, like if you want to do the burn method. Have you heard about the burn method, Brian? So for investors, they have what's called a burn method where you buy, you rehab, you uh, refinance, you rent, and you repeat. So when it comes to that, you know, buy-in, even if you use your cash but you want to refinance, you're still going to run into these issues. So I just want to, you know, make sure any of my investors that's checking out this segment that you make sure that you get your documents in order, your credit score, your documents, everything that you need, get it in order ahead of time. That way when you're ready to buy, you see something, you can go in and grab that. And, and into the day, we've been putting a lot of nuggets out, so it's a lot of options that you guys have. You know what it's like, Yolanda, but it's like you're an investor and you rehab, right? Do you start with the roof or do you start with the foundation? Foundation. There you go. Foundation. If the foundation ain't right, you must have quit. Same concept. You have the foundation cracked up outside the house. You're going to have yeah. some issues. You ever see houses? I mean, it's cracks going straight through the, the, you can see straight outside. Something like that. You want to make sure your foundation's not right. Exactly. Back out. <laughs> Got you. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I think we're done with the different types of loans. I just wanted to move into any tips that you may have. Any lender tips coming from Brian Sachs. WBAL Channel 11 News, Cole Bridge's finest. Any tips that you can really give to to us, our buyers, our viewers looking at today? I mean, really, the, the biggest tip I can give you is sit with a lender and get to it. Before you do anything, you don't want to go shopping if you don't know how much you can afford. Right. And not just what you qualify for, it's what you can afford. And you know what happens on the other It's human nature. So let's say you have a insurer. Okay? And Shirley goes to work, and she's renting, and she's got a lot of feeling, and she's going to see that whole memorial deal. Right? Yeah. And She's got her own circle of friends. Well, you know what? Everybody at work is going to tell her what to do. Everybody at the cookouts is going to tell her what to do and what they do. And all of her friends are going to tell her what to do and what they do. Yep. That happens a lot. That happens in situations. Correct. That happens a lot. I don't know how many people I talk to that, you know, may mention uh, things like that. In fact, one of my clients had a question in regards to bankruptcy. Um, if you're facing bankruptcy, how soon can you be able to buy again? What's the stipulations around that? 
So, so we Okay. Now, would you would you write a letter of the explanation, or well, how would well, you? Okay. So here's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm sure you don't get it. Now, now, prove it. Gotcha. So, so you were you out of the box on your head, and you, and you had to wait six months before you got any work done? I believe, I believe you. you. And that's, and that's a valid thing. Prove it. Gotcha. Now, what about the pandemic for some people? Can you use the pandemic if you lost? Um, well, I guess you. I'm, I'm just trying to make up something here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but the pandemic would not be one. I mean, I, mean, I have a very, very deep conversation. You know, you know, there's, there's a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. and, and I got eight young men, much as that men who are women. Those facts be equally guilty. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, we see all sorts of things. I had a lady that just moved from Teaching County. She, she was one year and a foreclosure. Oh, wow. Okay, foreclosure too. Right. right. And then mm-hmm. nobody believed it. First of all, we were going off to her church. And they, and they didn't even want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it was, it was just that she, 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 she gave me the biggest talk to her kiss. <laughs> her name was Erica. And I said to her, Erica, what happened? What happened? And, and she told me. She, she was married. They were, they were making great income. Her, her, her ex-husband, who was a husband at the time, decided to make a new hobby called cocaine. Mm. And, he, and he was good at it. And he was And we were living in $150,000 in with, with, with kids, he, he completely fell off, lost, lost his job, you know, very and she, she tried for a long time to make the payments, but she couldn't. Right, of course. She, she, she had to pop bankruptcy and get a and she got four girls, and she now is with a very stable government for that. Mm-hmm. And, and she's good. So, what do you think I said to her? To write and tell you what was going on with her situation. I believe you. Yep. Yep. And then she was able to get approved after one year? One year. Okay, so if you guys are hearing this, he was able to get someone approved, going through, went through bankruptcy, and also a foreclosure. Right now, was the foreclosure within that year of the bankruptcy? Was that kind of hand in hand? Okay, so with the bankruptcy, with the foreclosure, with her explaining to him what happened and why she was in this situation, and proving it, and proving it. There you go, explaining and prove it. 
you can still be able to qualify for a loan if everything else, as far as credit and everything else, is, is backing you up as good. And we, we sent our underwriter, so there was no guesswork. He was approved before we did anything. Nice. So when you when it got to underwriting, they had all that information because she had to prove it that that was done. Now, when someone is is married and you get a divorce. Um, do you guys need like their divorce decree sometimes to prove that they're no longer married? Yes. Okay. So just for anybody that hears that, because I, I asked you that because I had a client. He was really upset yesterday because he had to uh, find his divorce papers. And he's like, I haven't seen him in years and underwriting his exit for it. And I'm like, yeah, it's something that you need. But if these are documents that, again, nobody's thinking of. You know, if you're divorced, you're not thinking of that. They want to see that you're not obligated to elementary child support mm. or any other obligation. Got it. So those that's checking that out, if you are married and you're looking to get finance, make sure you have your documents. It may come up. You will need it if the underwriter does ask for that information. We ask for it Nice. I love that. See, every lender is different. That's why it's important to talk to different lenders to make sure who's giving you that best comfort feel and who is here for you, that answer that's responsive. And also with me as being a real estate agent, I like to talk to my client's lender. Um, I think it's important to all be in the same communication because they could tell your client something, you could talk to the lender, get something different, and everybody needs to be on the same page in order for the deal to go through and um, to be Mm -hmm. Exactly. You communicate with everybody on your team. I am so grateful and thankful that you came by today. Um, I know we have busy businesses. We're, we're doing a lot, but I really do appreciate your time. Um, I think you're very knowledgeable in when it comes to lending, and you've actually dropped nuggets. So just real quick, I'm going to wrap up our nuggets for today. We've talked about VH loans. VH, why I keep confusing them? I want to blend them together, right? <laughs> We've talked about FHA loans. We've talked about VA loans. We've talked about conventional loans. We've also talked about some tips and things that you need to do to, to prepare in this industry and also making sure that you're asking the lenders the correct questions. We've learned that you can uh, get approved for a loan after bankruptcy and foreclosure if you explain and also send the evidence. <laughs> and provide that so those of you who may not have known that you know that today please again guys like comment and share this video even after this live is over the video you can still catch on youtube brian let us know where we can catch you uh four four three four seven one five five seven or just and, look, and for Brian, Brian's a little older, guys. Brian, tell us your Facebook page. So that way, if anybody wanted to find you on Facebook, we can look for you on Facebook. Brian's mortgage loan officer. There you go. There you go. And if you want to check him out, he's in Pikesville, Maryland, in the same building as my brokerage, which I love. My brokerage, I love my brokerage. I love David Pridgen, the whole Realty One uh, Excellence Group. We're in Pikesville. Please check us out, guys. Um, we've been doing a lot in the community, so we'll definitely see more of you guys in the community. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, to Keeping It Realty. Thank you, Brian, for coming around. I really appreciate you today for having you. And I'm looking forward to us doing another home buying seminar, so we will connect with that one. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys and have an amazing day.